0: Nonsense, Radio Nonsense, Radio Nonsense, Radio Nonsense Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from To And everything in between I'm Tiernan, uh, I think, unless someone changed my name when I wasn't looking, I mean that probably wouldn't happen Oh, hang on, let me check if I've had any post, as that will have a name on it, and then I'll know for sure. You know, sort of, better safe than sorry, right? Oh, uh, yeah, what's this? A letter? It's got the Comedy Club for Kids HQ address on it, but it appears to be for... Henry Trousers. Oh, well, uh, sorry then, everyone. I'm Henry Trousers. I guess, I guess that's my name now, and, uh... At least I can open my letter for me. That's quite nice, Henry Trousers. I wonder does Henry Trousers speak like this? Maybe he speaks like this. I don't know. I'll try that, Henry Trousers. Yeah. Oh, I like this new me. Okay. Um, let me open this letter. Um, oh, a party invite. Um, I never get these. Or maybe I now do, as Henry Trousers. Exciting. Um, it says, <clears throat> "You are invited to the annual feast of Henry's." Following our other two events this year of Henry Fest and, of course, the world famous Henry Olympics, we do hope you will join us in the next big Henry event of the year. Please RSVP, um, I think that stands for is it, Rooster um, Sausage Very um, party, I think so. Uh, please RSVP at the below email, Henry at HenryHenry. Henry, henry. Wow, I can't believe it. I've never been to a Henry event before. Well, probably because. Well, I wasn't a Henry until a minute ago, uh, but but I am now. Uh, do I need to take anything? Um, what would a Henry take to a party? An umbrella? Maybe a single satsuma. I'm really not sure. I've just never been a Henry before. Um, what do I wear? Or, or rather, sorry, what would Henry wear? Uh, oh, wait, wait. If I turn it over, there's more on the back here. Uh, it's got directions to the party. Uh, yeah, that's very helpful. And then it says, bring your own waffle uh, and then just dress code. Uh but that's it. Um doesn't it usually tell you what the dress code is? Well, I don't get lots of party invites, but normally it says dress code and then it says fancy dress and then you know you have to wear a fancy dress, or smart casual, which I think means jeans and trainers that you can access the internet from. Or black tie, which I think means as long as you wear a black tie, you can dress however else you like, like sort of covered in mud or just in your pants or dressed as a chicken. No one minds as long as you've got the black tie on, I'm pretty sure. That is what that means. Um, But this just says dress code. Hmm. Linda. Linda. What does it mean if it just says dress code? Linda. Oh, wait. Maybe it's a dress code and I need to crack it to get the dress code. I can hold the invite up to a dress and try reading it through the dress. Or I could try reading it while wearing different hats. Maybe I should rub lemon juice on it. Oh, no. Now the invite is just very lemony. It's not good. Wait, wait, I'm sure I, Henry Trousers, can solve this puzzle with a bit of time. Let me see if there's anything else in the post this week that might help. Um. Thanks to Sousa Adjabasagu, From Australia, which is a a lovely name. Well done. Uh, And it says, best podcast ever. Um, How nice of you though. I'm not even sure Henry Trousers has a podcast yet. Do I? Does he? Oh, this is confusing. Um, Regular reviewer, DeTaco Ben in the US, who I believe is either a taco himself or has once seen one in a film, has sent a a mystery um, as if I need two this week. (laughs) What is my life as Henry Trousers like? Um, DeTaco Ben says... Cat is a YouTuber who saw a video that two robbers were going to rob her house. She watched them walk to her door, but then they saw a note that said, "If you solve the riddle, you can come in." Then there was a CD that, when played, said minus one zvip xjim mupuf, and they solved it. But can you? Oh, that is tricky, tackle, Ben. But I think let me use my Henry trousers brain. If you minus one from zvip xjim mupuf, then that should leave you with oh. Mm, a packet of four shroom dogs. Is that right? I do hope so, as if uh, Henry Trousers can solve that, then I can also solve the dress code, or at least he can. Um, Before I do, though, just remember that if you want to send in a riddle, uh, a question you have that needs answering, a joke you've written or anything else you like, then just ask your earthworm breath lords, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me uh, or Trousers at podcast at uk, And you can leave the show a review on any of the places you get a podcast from, too. Don't forget to also check out our live shows at ComedyClubForKids.co.uk and our t-shirts at ComedyClubForKids.store. And last week um, and at the beginning of this show, I mentioned that uh, I've started an ad-free Linda edition of this podcast for £3 a month. Or depending on where you live, two shoes a week, uh, four thoughts about donuts a year or around half a Blair. Um, And I thought this would appear as a handy button on any of your Earthworm Breathlords uh, podcast apps uh, so they could find it easily to support this show. But it turns out that if they would like to subscribe you to it, they have to find a tiny hard to find link that's at the bottom of podcast blurb and do it that way. Because why make things easy when you can make them as hard as cracking a dress code? Um, If your grown ups do figure it out, though, you will also get these shows a whole one day early, too. Uh, now, uh, while I get on with using all my new Henry Trousers spy skills to break this cipher, uh, you should all get on with listening to this most important bit. Ah, oh, it is so nice to welcome back the fantastic Athena Kublenu, aka Athena, Athena, no one in Moldova has ever seen her, aka Athi Kathy Bluebills Jr., or as all our Basque speaking listeners know you, Nere Taxpilaz, Gauza Politic Esan Zutuna. But of course, Athena, you are most famous for being the only human in the world who is able to speak fluent tomato. For the time you single-handedly steered a rogue Roomba vacuum cleaner, saving dozens. And who can forget your contribution to the world of art with your multi-award winning sculpture called Huge Lump of Clay I Couldn't Be Bothered to Do Anything With. Um, How are you doing? It's nice to have you back.
1: Oh, sorry. I was speaking tomato there for a minute, and I uh, forgot you're tomato. Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, still hiding from Moldovans, and like they almost one almost caught me at to hide behind a bush. But yeah, everything's great. Everything's great.
0: I should just check. Well, well firstly, I am I, I am aware I've got a very red face today, so it's a it's a fair mistake to make that I, that I might mm. be a tomato. I do, and and the fact I painted my hair green to look like you know I do I do get it. So, but I sadly don't speak tomato. I wish. I wish I did. I never, never quite got to grips with it at school. Um, but, but I was just going to sort of clarify that the Moldovans—they're not like chasing for you for any horrible reason. It's part of. Am I right? I think it's part of a, a decades-long game of hide and seek.
1: It's not decades. It's centuries old. It's for hundreds of years. People called Athena have been hiding from people from Moldova um, and this is an essential part of being part of the Athena community. Mm. You cannot be called Athena if a Moldovan ever lays eyes on you. The minute one does, I've got to change my name to Jeff or Scott or whatever so um it, no it's actually jeff or scott that's that's the choice so right, right. you know and that i'd have to change my bank you know i'd have to change my driver's license yeah. you know the mortgage the admin would be just a nightmare so i don't want the admin so i'm trying very hard to not let anyone see me who's from moldova
0: that's i mean that's very important i understand that i didn't realize there was an athena community is it like have you all got like a whatsapp group or how did you communicate with where best to hide
1: it's a whatsapp group i've muted it um athena's cool. chat a lot of rubbish um really? you know there's a whole lot of nonsense going on in there all kinds of conspiracy theories um it's quite frankly um it's it's all a bit weird um but we yeah there's a whatsapp group there's an annual conference of athenas every oh, year yeah. where you've got to dress up you've got to find an, an, another athena and dress up as that has been like a star trek or a marvel conference only instead of dressing up like the avengers you just dress up like another athena um right right and, yeah. But, and obviously you get cheats who are like, well, I'm just up as myself or well, that actually gets you evicted from the Athena wow. community. Wow. It's, old. it's old now. Any Athena's listening, stop doing that. Okay. It's really old for centuries. Oh, I came as myself out. Yes. Go away, Scott. Cause you get called Scott obviously because you've yeah, been yeah, evicted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a very old joke. I'm tired of it myself. That's I haven't fair. done it.
0: For me. Yeah. Do you, do you go to the conversation? And, and I was going to ask like, do you, because I have to say, and, and maybe I'm, I'm quite ashamed to admit this, really, but you, you are the only Athena I know, so I, I wouldn't know of what other Athenas you, you could you could dress up as.
1: Well, you might have met a former Athena, you know. So if you know any Jeffs or Scots, they're oh. probably old Athenas, don't forget. Um, but you're, you know, and I think I feel sad that I'm the only Athena that you know. Then your life is not as rich as it could be. Um, And um, if anyone wants to send you any letters of condolence or cheer you up, because it must be devastating to have just me. I mean, the the joy, that's like saying I just have one digestive biscuit in the biscuit tin. Right. That's not a biscuit. One digestive. Digestives are the cheapest of the biscuits. You know, you can buy the really long packets. You know, they're not malted milks, you know, you yeah. can, you can afford a few Tesco value or, you know, other value brands or available digesters. And that's like Athena's like, to just have one is, right. is, is a life that is lacking and limited.
0: I yeah, just, terrible. I just, never, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, there might be a listener to the show called Athena. She's just not written in. I don't know. Mm. Um... I I don't know. I don't know why I haven't come across. I haven't really, you know, I I don't know where you find Athena, especially if you're always hiding from, from, I mean, I'm not from Moldova, but, you know, if you are always hiding uh, from people from Moldova, then maybe, maybe that's why I also haven't spotted them
1: we're hiding and what you've got to do is you've got to tempt us out of hiding so you need to leave little packets of digestives I mean I've mentioned digestives right. a few times yes, because I love them so I might as well just say little packets of digestives money is a good one just leave money lying okay. around you'll be, you'll be surprised how many Athenas Oh, we love we love we love paying our bills Um, we're really good we're really into that um money digestives um little cans of fizzy drink right because athenas don't really like big cans there's too right. much fizziness in them Ooh. but you know the mini cans you get they you, sometimes you get them free at train stations they hand them out the tiny ones are one gulp for they're gone so yeah. leave those fun size the fun size cans of fizzy drinks um leave it and you'll be surprised athenas will just start calling out the woodwork
0: yeah wow I'm, i mean in my head i'm thinking digestive biscuit five pound note digestive biscuit little mini can on top and then that's like the. Oh, whoa, Athena. whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. You'll get an invasion. Okay. you are right. get an infestation. And then right. you have to call pest control. Don't do that. Just just one of those things will do. Okay. Don't, you don't want too many Athenas. Goodness. Just you want two or three. You right. want two or three. Use one of those things. And if you are going to do multiple Athena traps, ha- have like, it's like COVID, social distance them. So right. have digestive like, biscuit, you know, 20 meters, then have your fizzy pop, 20 meters, um, and then your fiber, and then you're sure. fine.
0: Right. Right. This is, I mean, this is fascinating. I had, I, I feel, I can't believe how much my life has been lacking and, I, and I'm sort of slightly worried as well that I need to go check the biscuit tin because I'm certain there's enough digestives in there, but I'm also worried that maybe I've i i have have not been doing any of this properly.
1: Well, if you, if you have a tin of biscuits, right, particularly digestive biscuits, that is full. And then the next time you look at that tin, there's only one in it. You've been athenaed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've come, I've come to your house in the middle of the night. I've nicked your biscuits. Was it, um, but it was
0: you or it might be another, there might be an Athena about that I don't know about. Well,
1: saying? in your case, it definitely wasn't me. I haven't been right. in, in your house recently. Okay. Um, that's, that is that at- is the card of an Athena. We've gone into your house and we've nicked your biscuits. Um, and in, at our convention, what we do is we all present all our p- biscuits that we've nicked. And whoever's nicked the most biscuits gets given the award for, and it's called award that we give to the Athena that's nicked the most biscuits. We're not wow. complicated people. I just, basic. I just
0: sense. want to pick you up on something you said there because I don't know if the listeners will notice, but you said you haven't been to my house recently.
1: Oh, yes. So
0: that means you have you have been there at some point, taking my biscuits.
1: Well, Tino, this is what we can do: we can pick apart language and pick on bit words that I have said, and we can interrogate them, or we can just live with the fact that I come to your house regularly to steal your stuff, okay, and so, move on. But what we can't do is dwell on it. Okay, I wouldn't okay. dwell on it.
0: Right, okay, okay. So don't, so I shouldn't think about this. I've just got to move on and accept that I need to keep a this healthy supply of long. biscuits in. Yeah.
1: Precisely. I, I I wouldn't, in fact, if I was you, i oh, forget I said a thing. There was, okay. you know, oh, as far as I can say, we've been talking about bananas. And Athena's love bananas as well as I. Well, look,
0: I'm I'm more than happy to move to bananas, but I just, I do what I do. Just want to check then, because I don't want to be rude. Is it you? Just like plain digestives, or is it like, is it like dark chocolate, milk chocolate? What's what's you? What's the? Is there a preference? Well,
1: find the can of worms and open it, Tiernan. My goodness, what kind of digestives do I like? Plain, unadulterated, simple digestives. Wow. Caramel, chocolate, raisins, peanut butter, jam, gravy, apricot sauce apple crumble, sausage rolls, Cornish pasties, all these things people are adding to digestives. I just don't see the point, okay? Why would you take something that's perfect and add something to it? You, that's that's the final paste stroke on a masterpiece that stops it from being a masterpiece. So I'm very much of the position that digestive biscuits should just be digestive biscuits. Wow.
0: I mean, I I do think that there's sometimes that you've got to, you've got to mess with these things so that people go, oh, that doesn't work. It's clearly, you know, like, like, because, because if you just kept the plain ones and you never experimented with other flavours and other things in there, people might think, oh, well, maybe this isn't right yet. Maybe this isn't perfect. You know, people are curious, you know, people get curious. And so by adding all those flavours, it makes people go, this gravy digestive biscuit is disgusting. I wish I'd never gone there. Let's go back to play. You know, it just boosts the reputation of the playing one.
1: You just reminded me of a convention of Athena's that happened um, a few years back. And there was an Athena that said that exact same thing. Okay. Right. Her name is Dave now.
0: Wow. Right? Not even okay. Jeff or Scott.
1: So we kicked her right out of the club. We couldn't wow. believe it. Put the card away. Um, so that is, yeah. I mean, that's what we think of that opinion.
0: Wow. Well, look, I mean, You've actually put me in quite a bad mood. I'm so Just sorry. Listen, no, listen, you know? listen. I'll, I'll, let's let's. I'll I'll let's I'll dance backwards here. Look, we, we, you know, we, you said mention bananas. Obviously, we started by talking tomatoes. Um, mm. How's how's the tomato chat going? You've been speaking to some good tomatoes. Really, like really you? good.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you asked. Actually, because tomatoes, um, people don't really understand tomatoes as as well as they could you know like a lot of people are like oh what's the point of tomatoes you put them in salads." You know, you put them on top of pizzas. Sometimes you can puree them. Um, but what they don't know about tomatoes is that they're really emotionally sensitive vegetables. OK, wow. that are really good problem solvers. They're like agony aunts. So if you have any issues in your life, like you're tired of tidying up your room or you're struggling to learn how to do up your shoelaces or you're struggling with your times table. Tomatoes are really good at giving you like motivation and pep talks and things like that, to make you feel good about yourself and I really want to help tomatoes communicate to for the better of humanity
0: that's I mean that's incredible I, I have to again I, I feel like you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna get even more annoyed to me but I've got it again something you mentioned you said tomatoes are vegetables so is that is that a fact now because I think lots of people were never quite sure are they fruit are they vegetable are they fruit disguised as a vegetable are they vegetable disguised as a fruit are they a fruit are they a veg a you know so w- what are they
1: I'm not going to objectify my friends with labels. Okay, they're they're my friends now. And I think they themselves are sick of this thing. Am I a fruit? Am I a vegetable? What about the real me? Am I human? Am I real? Do I think? Am I emotional? Do I care? Am I worried? Am I happy? Am I kind? Let's ask the real question. Imagine somebody spent their whole lives debating whether you were a fruit or a vegetable. You're not. You're tin and tomatoes have names. Geraldine, Clara, Charlotte kent
0: so you say a bit then earlier you thought i was a tomato and somebody the other day called me a silly banana so it i mean i do wonder
1: it's a compliment if someone called you a tomato it's the highest form of compliment right
0: okay. are... yeah right and is is there is there different because i you know there's there's some pretty big tomatoes out there there's and there's also no. little ones that so i guess sort of talk to each other on the vine um and and i don't you know is is there like I don't know if they're like different ages of tomatoes, it's it's just different different tomato communities. How does it how does it work? I... Absolutely
1: there is as much diversity in the tomato community as there is in the Athena community. Okay. Wow. So there's loads of different tomatoes. But the most beautiful thing about the fact that there's loads of different tomatoes is they don't see the difference. They do. If you're a little cherry tomato and you're sat next to a massive plum tomato, you don't think, oh my God, look at all this shade. It's horrible. You think, oh my gosh, there's a plum tomato, but I'm not seeing it It's a big plum tomato. I'm just seeing that that's my my sister or brother or cousin or niece or nephew in the tomato community or friend or whatever. Um, so that's what I mean. We can learn so much. The other thing as well is like some tomatoes are green, right? Because, you know, they're green before they turn red. So those tomatoes don't get discriminated against just because they've been picked a bit early. The red tomatoes don't go, oh no, 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 you're not tomato yet. They go, doesn't matter. You are a tomato. So we 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 love you just the same as if you were picked later. And you, they turn red anyway. So it's not even a big deal. Like they turn, you know, so tomato tomatoes are very fair and equitable. And like I said, oh not many people speak their language. They're not aware of this. Yeah, I'm yeah. aware.
0: I mean, I, I get, you know, it's, it's interesting because obviously we, di- we digest digesters and maybe we shouldn't go back to this, but you want them plain, no flavour at all. But tomatoes, you get you get plum tomatoes, as you said, beef tomatoes, green tomatoes, mm. and, and that's all right, is it?
1: And vine tomatoes, mm. which I guess all, all tomatoes are vine tomatoes when you think about it. They get quite annoyed tomatoes,
0: about that. Yeah. Well,
1: honestly, this is the thing that, that they don't get angry, tomatoes. You'd think they would because they're red, but yeah. they don't get angry at all. Uh, they don't like the phrase, angry, like, you, you look so angry, you look like the a tomato, they don't like that, because tomatoes don't get angry, they're very peaceful people, okay, uh, very peaceful tomatoes, I should say. But one thing that does irritate them a little bit is that in the shops, when you see tomatoes on the vine, they're all from the vine. It's just, has the person cut the vine or has the person left the vine on? It's the only way they grow. And they get a bit frustrated because there's no class system in a tomato family. And they don't like the way humans treat vine tomatoes the same as non vines differently so. They don't like the way humans treat vine tomatoes differently to non-vine tomato mm. because they've been screaming the whole time we're all from the vine yeah. it makes no difference just because they've left it on and charged you 50p more you are being conned so if i can communicate one thing today it's that tomatoes are equal there's no class system whether they're on the vine or off the vine it's the same tomato
0: that's but that's beautiful that's that's a mm. beautiful thing to, to let everyone know it is interesting you say that you know like we, we know this we know that red is meant to be a warning or danger but tomatoes aren't aren't dangerous at all um is that was there just a conscious did did, did maybe they think that by being red people would think oh i'll have a tomato stop like i'm not gonna have one was it like a defense thing um
1: no yes no it's camouflage obviously everybody knows tomatoes um like to, to swim in ketchup um and it's camouflage because if you go and see a swimming pool full of ketchup and you notice there's tomatoes in them you might want to pick the tomatoes out and eat them but actually you can't do that can you because you're camouflage. the tomatoes are camouflage, so it's really a safety thing more than anything i mean these days you don't get so many ketchup swimming pools so the redness has kind of become a bit obsolete and unnecessary but yeah, yeah back in the days when we used to swim in, in ketchup and the tomatoes used still to like swimming to swimming in ketchup, they found that people would be swimming in the ketchup and going, oh, I'm a bit hungry for all the swimming in ketchup and eat the tomatoes. So imagine imagine going for a swim and then someone just eats you. Like, you don't deserve that. So no. that's why they evolved to be red. Um, yeah. But now, obviously, we don't swim in ketchup anymore.
0: Yeah, of course. It's weird the sort of mayonnaise swimming pools got more popular, didn't they, and barbecue sauce. Um, the hot yeah, sauce yeah. one's very... They were they were really popular for I think for a couple of weeks and everyone realised it really stung their eyes and, and no one no one went in. Well, you
1: know, if you go if you go into a hot sauce swimming pool and you don't wear your goggles, that's yeah. your your business, yeah, isn't is it? True. I mean yeah. why would you do that?
0: Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. It's ridiculous. Well, listen, Athena. I feel like we've already learned so much today, and you know, I'm I'm so grateful you came back on the show. Um, you know, we'll we'll, we'll avoid the digestive issue for for the for the rest of this, but um, I feel like we've learned a lot. Um, and obviously, you know, I've asked you back because we've we've had a question come in that I think you are you are the person that can answer it. You are you are the top expert that can deal with this. Um, but before we get to that, there's a bit of admin. There's always admin on the show. Uh, do you mind a couple of admin questions? Um
1: do I mind I mean there's a short answer to that or there's a long answer which one do you want
0: Can I have the long answer followed by the short answer
1: The the long answer is Yes, I do mind the admin, actually. I mean, administration now just weighs a stand. And, and I was just talking to my tomato this morning about the amount of admin in my life. I thought, I hope I get to do this phone call on Radio Nonsense, and not not doing the admin. And the tomato was like, oh, I'm so glad you're doing Radio Nonsense. There's never any admin on there. And I was like, thank, I know, I know, isn't it so great? There's never any admin. And we both all agreed how great it was that I'd be spending my morning talking to, to you, uh, talking absolute um, sensible nonsense and not having to do any admin. And here you are now, Asking me if I mind doing admin, the tomato is right here, looking at me, shaking its head, going, "Wow, you know, like, yeah." So the long answer is, I do mind. The short answer is, yes.
0: Right, okay. What about if it's not admin and it's just some some questions that I'm asking you, just like for polite conversation?
1: Let me let me consult my tomato. He's saying it's not admin, mate. He's saying it's not admin. He's saying it's questions. I know. Why didn't you just say questions? I have no idea, mate. Um, yeah, questions are fine. Questions are fine. Oh, that's yeah. good.
0: It's, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know why. You're right. Maybe maybe I should have just said questions from you off. Some people find questions admin. Some people find admin questions. Mm, There's a fine yeah. line. There's a fine line. And so, you know, it's good to warn people about all possibilities. Well, listen, the, the first one then you can decide whether you find this admin or not, or, or I think it's maybe just a question is, you know, you're very aware you've been on this before. This is an audio podcast. Uh, most of our listeners listen to it with their ears, but they may also listen to it with their knees, their bums, their elbows. We don't mind. Um And I just wondered if you had a favorite noise, uh, another favorite noise that you could share with us.
1: Yeah, I do. It's some.
0: Oh, sorry. Could you, could you do that again? Wow. What was that?
1: What was that? What was it? How can you how can you not know what that was? Look. How could you not know what that was? It's the sound of a tomato laughing.
0: Wow. Laughing.
1: Cause I like because tomatoes give me joy. I like to give them joy. And that's the sound of a tomato laughing. I like to tell them jokes and they and they laugh at the jokes. That's how tomatoes laugh.
0: That's ama- that's amazing. Do they like uh, I'm probably stereotyping here. I mean, it's an incredible noise. I've really, I, I feel sad. I've not heard that before. Um, but do they like tomato-based jokes, or do they like jokes about anything but tomatoes?
1: I would say, listen, if you're going to do a tomato-based joke and tell that joke to a tomato, like on on your head, be it, right. you know, on your head. Like, I mean, it's not like they don't like them. They, but it's sort of, you know. And they don't like to be t- reminded they're tomatoes. You know, they, they know they're tomatoes. And look, they look at human beings as a little bit silly, yeah. you know. And so you're already starting off with your relationship with your tomato, with them thinking you're a bit silly. And all you do by telling them a tomato-based joke to their face, to their actual face, is confirm that human... There are so many vegetables, aubergine, asparagus...
0: Yeah. gherkin
1: yeah. which is made of um that other vegetable yeah
0: what is it, um, it... I, oh is it not like wild gherkins that they have
1: to capture yeah. and oh yeah yeah yeah. of course yeah you've got they they they, they live in the trees and they yeah. come down and um, that's it
0: yeah, um, yeah. and
1: and, and but what it is is the owls eat the gherkins so what you've got to do is you've got to wait for the the, animal, the owl to get the gherkin and you've got a rest of the owl yeah. But, yeah but there's so many vegetables yeah. out there to tell jokes to baby corn
0: Oh yeah, yeah, be- of course
1: sprouts, carrots, potato, sweet potato, King Edward's potato All the potatoes, pasta So many things to write technologies about yeah, So why would the first thing you do to a tomato be tell a joke about tomatoes to well, a, tomato? it's a very,
0: good, It's a very good question I mean, I, I, I suppose my, my first question about that is I don't, I don't know where the tomato's face is Which is obviously my, my problem, not the tomato's problem mm. So I wouldn't know if I was telling a joke to its face or not yeah. i do not. i do worry about that um but the but the problem is i suppose i look at a tomato and i immediately think of like you know how do you make a tomato blush uh it, or show it show it the salad dressing I've, I've done that joke wrong i think it's like how why did the tomato blush because it's all the salad dressing like you know or there's that other joke isn't there about like the tomatoes are walking in a line the little one's straggling behind the big one jumps back squishes it and says ketchup. You know, there's all these jokes come to mind when I when I see a tomato, and it's hard not to say them out loud.
1: Well, I mean, I could coach you. Like, we can do it now. I could pretend to be a tomato, and you could try really hard to tell a joke that wasn't tomato related. Go on, do it. Do it. it, it. I'm a tomato. Look,
0: wait, wait. Let me do a question on tomato. uh, Let me let me think. Uh, This is this is hard. Um, Let me try. Oh no. What about okay? Let me try it. Hang on, maybe I'll try and think about you, you are a tomato, but I'm going to think about gherkin. Ah, what what did the gherkin say when it was in trouble?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I'm in a pickle. Does that, does that work? Uh,
1: it's good. That's really yeah. see. That's a great joke. it is a great joke. It has nothing to do with tomatoes. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah.
0: You okay? Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've got to. Learn. I think maybe I need this sort of practice and this training. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, listen. I, I that that noise was amazing. I don't think we've ever had any tomato noises tomato bass noises on this show before. And that might be a world... For, I mean, I know it was you making the noise, but it was a it was world first of... <laughs> I beg your
1: pardon? It was my tomato. Oh, I made was my to- I was tickling my tomato to make it laugh. All right? That was me tickling oh. the tomato.
0: Oh. Like, I saw so you wave the tomato at the microphone, but I wasn't... I didn't realise... No. I thought that no, was, I was just like a... Right. They
1: love being tickled. They're like little puppies. It was me. Oh, Tiernan, come Night. You don't think i you you don't don't you think I can make a tomato laugh I'm almost um I'm almost a little bit offended actually
0: what's your favorite way to make it tick, tickling it obviously is, is the your favorite way to make it laugh
1: yeah I mean I, I mean'm I'm, I'm a tickler you know I'm I'm a tickler um i I like to make tomatoes laugh by tickling them they they like the um the tact they have they need touch that you know like everyone else um so yeah a good tickle
0: that's fair. That's fair. Wow. Well, listen, thank you. That was an amazing noise. It was an amazing noise. And, and and listen, the second question that I just have to ask, for fun and not at all for admin, um, is uh, you know, this show is family friendly, it's suitable for people of all ages, any age that you can imagine. I don't know if you're able to imagine an age. Um
1: I'm, I'm age, uh seventy two.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Twenty five seventy two, also twenty seven, not one hundred. Long story, been through this before. But every other age, fine. Bronze age, also fine. So, um, mm. just to double check, are there any rude words that you won't be saying on this show today?
1: Um, bubbles. Oh, I won't say bubbles at all. Bubbles is a is a naughty word mm. because when you fart in the bath, it makes bubbles. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So um. I won't be saying bubbles. Um. What else will I be saying? I won't be saying um, wibble, ooh, which is the opposite ooh. of wobble. Um, so I won't be saying bubbles. I won't be saying wibble, um, which is the opposite of wobble.
0: Right, that's good. And I, I like they're both sort of double B words as well. Triple B? No. Double well, B. That, double, yeah, they're
1: double B. You know, so the double double B words are the ones that you're really not allowed to say around the house, let alone around children. Um, like, why saying bubbles and and, and wibble, which is the opposite of wobble? I mean, it's just the height of indecency. I, I feel a bit naughty just saying it out loud now. I can see you're blushing like a tomato. I, I'm, um, I'm very right worried. Now.
0: I'm very worried, and it's, it also reminded me of the word bubble, and I felt I felt terrible. Um, you know, it's it's a very these are very tricky words. I should I should say that you you've said obviously you won't say bubbles. Um, if you need to say the word bubble as a singular, I think we're allowed to say it up to three times. No, all paying. of them
1: bubbles bubbles bubbly bubblicious oh wow all of the all the bubbly words you can't you're not really allowed to say every time you say a bubble word something somewhere blushes even even a tomato here right now is getting very red I'm sorry I'm sorry Charlene um yeah they they're very um they're very they they they're so polite tomatoes they don't really like hearing rude words that sounds really wibbling. nice
0: to know that's really lovely to know well it's hopefully they won't have to blush hopefully you know you won't say bubbles and and i i definitely won't and i definitely won't say wibble uh or wobble or bubble um no you can
1: say wobble it's the opposite of wobble.
0: oh right sure so i can say wobble but i won't say, right that's fair so i won't say wibble. yeah and Let's I say we Yeah, no, definitely I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of doing such a thing. Not not on this highly respected show. That would be an awful thing to do. So thank thank you for making this show safe. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Um now look listen, we've had this question, we've had this question sent in. Um and it is from Alfie aged ten. Uh I don't know ten what He hasn't sort of said uh if there's sort of might just be ten I don't know, ten peanuts. We and don't yogurts could be ten yogurts yeah who who knows um it, it there's no more information so could be ten minutes he could be ten minutes old um, yeah
1: ten buses ten buses old
0: could be ten buses old that's actually probably more likely I'd have thought especially when you when you hear the question um it's hard to know we don't know any more details uh but just Alfie age ten something um so may change how you see this question i i don't know i don't i don't want to presume um but the question is and this is this is a big one and it's kind of a two two tier question it's kind of a, a first and a second part but all together it's what happens if you fall into a black hole do you come out as spaghetti
1: well that is a very interesting question what happens when you fall into a black hole do you come out as spaghetti well technically The answer is yes. But as always, the answer is more complicated than that. Because even though you come out as spaghetti, you come out as alpha spaghetti, okay, which is different, okay? And then the only way you can exist is to rearrange yourself into the words that you want to say. And that's literally what you are. So you're basically like a big blob of tomato sauce, okay? And then your letters are tomato sauce, and you just shuffle yourself into the words and letters that you want to, you know, to use to communicate from that point forward until of course the uh till you become a grown up um so the answer is yes but it's a bit more technical than that because if you just came out as normal spaghetti you'd only be able to say i or maybe l if you were lucky because mm-hmm. you can make an i and an l or 1 okay now yeah. i l and 1 are not sufficient characters to be able to communicate you can't get a GCSE if the only letters and numbers you know are I, L and 1 so if you hesitated from going into a black hole because you were scared of coming out with only the ability to say I, L and 1 put that hesitation in the bin, you can jump into that black hole because you're going to come out as alpha spaghetti where you'll have all the letters um, uh, for your your use, now as everybody knows you don't get numbers in alpha spaghetti, Mm. that's fine what do you need numbers for? When was the last time you used numbers, Tiernan? Uh,
0: that's a very that- good question, actually. Yeah, very long time ago, I think. Yeah, maybe
1: when we were talking about ten just now, because he was ten years old. But that's one oh, and yes, zero. No, yeah. That's a that's an I and an O. So you don't even need numbers for that conversation. You, yeah, get into that black hole. you will have a great time.
0: And I, I just want to double check here because you know we we need to just get some more clarification. So it's, it's alphabetic spaghetti, but it's yes. not. Um, it's never like. Do you ever get spaghetti hoops? I know, obviously, they're the O's in alphabetic spaghetti, but but you know. Oh,
1: yeah. Yes, there are some malfunctioning black holes. Okay. Someone needs to blow in them or plug, unplug them, turn it off and turn it on again, right? Some some black holes need a hard reboot, okay? Because they are churning out uh, spaghettios. Uh and uh, there's one there, done the dinosaur-shaped ones. Oh god, Ooh. that was a that, Yeah. I saw I saw one of the, I saw a person that was a dinosaur-shaped um black hole output spaghetti thing and i felt really bad because if all you can say is tyrannosaurus rex diplodocus stegosaurus um triceratops if that type pterodactyl that's not a very handy set of that's not handy vocabulary for day-to-day life and i felt terrible for that person oh one person came out as an all-in-one breakfast yeah, just sausages and beans. Oh, you know. So there's wow. there are some malfunctioning black holes. So I would definitely make sure you go into a verified black hole that is churning out alpha spaghetti. That's the only spaghetti you can exist in that allows you to lead a productive life.
0: I there's I, and I also need to ask, and I don't want to upset your tomato companions, but do you? Is there, is there tomato sauce on the on this alphabeti spaghetti, or is it just plain?
1: No, there's. I mean, of course, there's tomato sauce tin, and it's alpha spaghetti. If it wasn't tomato right. sauce, it would just. If it, would, it wouldn't be alpha spaghetti, it would, it would. I mean, it would still have the same name, but it wouldn't be the alpha spaghetti. It is tomato sauce, okay? But that's good because guess what? To make tomato sauce in on planet Earth, I'm going to whisper this, Charlene. I'm going to whisper it. To make to make tomato sauce on planet Earth, you've got to squash up tomatoes. Yeah. So they really appreciate it when people go through black holes and come out with a ready-made sauce that hasn't used earth tomatoes. It's used to tomatoes, but the tomatoes come from Uranus or something like that, which right. is fine. Yeah. Um that's So, a, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they don't mind that. The tomatoes that come from Uranus are actually the ones you want to eat. Right. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. When you say that out loud, it doesn't sound... Like that's something that. Why not? Want to do. But doesn't
1: it? I, I think tomatoes that are grown in Uranus sound delicious. Really juicy.
0: That's how, Yeah. Sure. Well, if you know, if you're the expert here, I, all I say is when when you say I'm
1: um, yes, Uranus.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. You're
1: right to say that I am.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, that, That's what I, I believe. That's what you it says on your title, isn't it? And that's what how people always have to introduce you mm. as uh, Athena, the expert on Uranus. Yeah. 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 Is you know. This uh,
1: is- Uranus tomatoes that's specifically, Uranus yeah. tomatoes yes
0: yes well well uh, but um so so would you recommend then that people, because it sounds quite a stressful i i don't know I, I don't know if I'd like to be turned into a pasta shape, spaghetti shapes i I'm trying to think about how it would feel um you know like would you recommend people try it? Well, Alfie here is obviously asking a question because I don't know if he's planning his next holiday, his next weekend away, maybe pop into ah. a black hole.
1: Of course, I'd recommend being alpha spaghetti in your smarter sauce that is grown on Uranus. Look, why would you not want to be alpha spaghetti? Think of all, you would never have to do, you know, you never do PE. Do you know what I mean? How are you going to do PE? You can just sit out and just chill out. Um, You never have to read a book. You are the book. You know, you are the letters of the book. Uh, There's so many things. Um, When you go on holiday, you can just sit in a jar. You know, you don't have to go to like museums. I'm in a jar, mum or dad or, or grown up. So why, you know, so being alpha spaghetti is really, really good fun. And the best thing about it is you get really good at spelling.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But aren't you worried that you'll get eaten as someone's lunch?
1: No. So what you've got to do is just say, don't eat me.
0: Oh, in the letters, you spell out the letters, don't eat me.
1: Yeah. I mean, There's obviously like this, obviously as a, as a child, That doesn't look like alpha spaghetti. You don't have to tell people not to eat you. There's a genuine, there's a genuine kind of social contract between humans that we don't eat each other, and we most people expected that. But the same social contract does not exist to people who look like food. So, for example, there's a good test. Okay, for example, if you see a banana on the table, eat it. If you see the banana running. For goodness sake, don't eat it. That's someone that's been into a malfunctioning black hole. And similarly, if you see like a plate of spaghetti hoops, eat them. But if this plate of spaghetti hoops are like, you know, saying things like don't eat me, like the letters are arranged into don't eat me, or the letters are arranged into um, in the light of the moon, a little egg laid on a leaf, that's somebody reading The Very Hungry Caterpillar to themselves. So that, yeah. so, you know, you've got to switch your brain on a little bit. If, if, if you you know, some spaghetti hoops or alphabet skates, sorry actually spaghetti hoops are a thing too right so if you see all the o's lined up really 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 kind of like neatly that's a spaghetti hoop person going ooh. but if all the o's are jumbled up that's not a human that's fine
0: right right wow these are really i mean that's an important tip because I, that's funny when you said all the o's lined up i wondered if that was like a ghost that had gone into a black hole just going ooh.
1: yeah i mean uh, that's so that honestly, another can opened worms everywhere. Sure, okay. Sure. Because obviously there are malfunctioning black holes and they, they spew out humans and but they come out of spaghetti hoops. However, there are functioning black holes that eat ghosts, right? So when the spaghetti hoops come out and it's ooze, it's not malfunction. That's just how ghosts speak, right? So right. then you've got to find out whether it's which one is are you looking at a plate of, of a ghost or are you looking at a plate of a human?
0: That's That's very hard. It's very complex. I mean, this is why we need experts like you. I, I, I do not Mar- know where to begin with this. Uh, you know, I'm slightly worried about having uh, uh, alphabet spaghetti in, in the future in case I can't tell the difference and I just accidentally eat someone that's been in a black hole. Uh, w- would you prefer to, if you went into a black hole, would you prefer to come out as alphabet spaghetti or would you prefer it as malfunctioning and you came out as a digestive?
1: Oh, that's, do you know something? That's one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Yeah, um, right. I think I, I think I would like to come out as a digestive biscuit um I think that if I was to say Choose alpha spaghetti over a digestive biscuit, I would have to change my name to Scott or Jeff or Dave. That would all Athenas if I asked that question, would always say a digestive biscuit because you know that's that that's our thing. That's our thing. We it, we could be nothing else. You could you could list, you could give me any alternative food and I'd always say digestive biscuit. You could wow. say cheese sandwich, I'd say digestive biscuit. You could say egg, I'd say digestive biscuit. Okay. Always.
0: Wow. wow. That's what well, I mean, um nachos.
1: Digestive biscuit TNM.
0: Wow. S- soup? Mm.
1: Digestive biscuit TN. Ice-, ice cream.
0: Yeah. I'm just double checking.
1: Digestive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is- no, it's, it's- wow!
1: Digestive biscuit flavoured ice cream? Yeah, yeah, that counts. Wow, yeah. is that
0: that's so that's okay. You won't get you won't get exiled for for that.
1: If anything, I'd be really the Athena community would be thrilled to know of the existence of a digestive biscuit flavored ice cream. So I think that would make me that would make me that that conference here would be a really good conference here for me. Yeah, I'd be really popular.
0: Wow, well, look, I hope I hope that's in I hope that's in your future. I hope that's coming. Um, Thank you. I I feel like maybe it sparked an idea, something for something you can kind of pursue, um mm. in in the future. I I feel like my head is so full of information. I feel like I've learned so much about Athena's digestives, tomatoes, black holes, spaghetti, There's Uranus, of, Uranus. Yeah, Uranus. I've learned a lot about Uranus, um, uh, and Uranus tomatoes, and you know, and I, I hope I hope Alfie feels like his question's been answered. How, however, many tens of things he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could ask him. He's probably alpha. He's probably alpha spaghetti right now. So, Alfie, if you're if you ask alpha spaghetti right now, let us know how you how you got on with this episode and how much you learned by just spelling out a response to this episode. I mean, do you know
0: guessing. what? There's every chance he tried to spell alpha, but he's for alpha spaghetti, but he, he didn't have the right letters, so he's Alfie.
1: Well, yeah, you have to be. You have to be quite creative when yeah, you're spelling. Yeah. It out. You never luck. you never get enough vowels. You know, yeah,
0: of course, yeah, and unless you're spaghetti hoops and too many too many vowels you can't win well, listen athena thank you it' it's been a, a joy to a joy to have you on the show thank you- thank you and and your tomatoes for for joining us today. You've got an exciting um rest of the day week, year decade, century ahead of you,
1: yeah, so sometime this century, I'm planning on learning um all of the the vegetable languages i'm um, I'm obviously fluent in in tomato, um I've been practicing cucumber. Um, and I'm getting really really good at butternut squash like really really good yeah yeah yes so and yeah within the next 100 years I think I'm going to be able to communicate with all the vegetables and um, I'm then going to start like my own app like Duolingo but it won't be called Duolingo it'll be called Veggie Lingo um, because I want people to be as educated and as able to talk to vegetables as I hope to be.
0: That's fantastic and I, I do hope for your sake, that sort of visits to the supermarket don't take so long because you have to talk to every single one.
1: Oh, it's even right now. It's just like you can't walk up, you can't walk past the vegetable without someone going, "Hello, Athena," and you've got to stop and hear about their day. And yeah, it's difficult. It's a challenge.
0: Well, but you know, good for you for doing it. It's it's for it's for a good result. It's for an important mm-hmm. result, and I I highly respect it. And thanks again for coming on the show. It's been lovely to have you back. My pleasure. This is the Thanks so much to Athena Kugblenu for answering Alfie's question while she's so busy hiding from the people of Moldova. I do hope, Alfie, that you like the answer to your question. And if you didn't, then may I suggest you tell any complaints you have to a tomato, as I won't understand anything they say if they repeat it to me, and then I'll never have to hear it. As you might know from listening to previous shows, I also host another kids podcast with Athena called Bust or Trust, a kids mystery podcast. We've just finished season one of that show with 12 very exciting mystery cases like Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster and more. And it's also full of comedy sketches and lots of evidence where we get you to help us crack those cases. And season two is going to be starting soon. So do check it out and subscribe. And in fact, here's the advert for it right now. Are you mystified by mysteries? Or can you crack the craziest cases? We're looking for chief detectives to join us on our investigations into some of the strangest stories from around the world. We'll analyse aliens, look for the Loch Ness Monster and hunt
1: out curses. We'll present you with the best evidence and the most interesting facts. And then it'll be up to you to decide and tell us what you think. Will you be a mythbuster like me? Or a myth truster like me? If you want to be our chief detective... Join us on Bust or Trust, a kids' mystery podcast. Every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
0: Amazon Music and all other places you listen to podcasts. Doesn't that sound fun? Exactly, you are correct. And of course, if you also want to get in touch with a question that you have that needs answering on this show or a joke you've written that you'd like me to read out or, well, anything at all really, you can ask your earthworm breath lords, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclub Do check out our Comedy Club for Kids live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk where you can see stand-up comedy from many of the guests we've had on this show and sometimes from me too. And you can find our t-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store. And if your grown-ups would like to support this show and sign up to the Linda edition of it where adverts appear as much as Linda does, which means, well, never, then they can do that on Acast Plus or by A Little Difficult to Find link at the bottom of the pub lab. And while you were listening to that, I'm pleased to announce that I, (coughs) sorry, newly titled Henry Trousers, have beaten the dress code. That's right. I took a wardrobe full of dresses and I laid them out backwards before covering them in the lemon juice, shining a torch on them, and then looking at all of it in a mirror. Then I swapped every red dress for the letter B and every yellow dress for the number Spleven and even every green dress for a stinky hippo. And I'm pleased to say that I've worked it out because it now spells the word... Argyle. Yes, the dress code to the Feast of Henry's must be Argyle. Now, how to find out how Henry Trousers dresses like Argyle? Is it with a colander on my head? Maybe I wear bananas for shoes, or maybe... Oh, more post. Exciting. Oh, uh, it's another invite from the Henry's. Um, It says... Dear Tin, and please ignore the previous invite. We had the wrong address for our member Henry Trousers. Uh, he actually lives at Henry Club for Henry's HQ. I'm afraid you are not invited to the feast of Henry's, as you're not a Henry. Oh well, uh, that's ruined my day. Oh wait, there's a, there's more on the back here. Uh, it says um. And if you are curious, which we know you are, yes, I was, that's correct, uh, there was a mistake on the invite, and instead of dress code and then nothing, it should have said dress cod, as we would like everyone attending to look like a big fish. Thanks, bye, from Henry, 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 Henry. Well, there you go. I guess it's a quiet night in for me then, instead of going to the Feast of Henry's. What a shame. (coughs) Oh, who's that? (coughs) Hello?
1: Did you steal all my
0: dresses? What have you done with them? I'm so angry with you! Uh, sorry. Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense radio it's the end.